Hello, it's me again, back on a Monday with yet another episode of What Went On This Weekend. This is the first episode of February, and I feel like this month has felt like a long time coming. January is always so long and and slow, but then February comes around and it's the shortest month, this Valentine's Day coming up, and it kind of just zooms past us. Actually, speaking of that, I've just realized that next Monday is in fact Valentine's Day, not this Monday, don't panic. So you'll all be getting a Valentine's episode of what went on this weekend. Woo! (laughs) I can't confirm whether there will be any Valentine's news or anything to report on on that day, but I'll think of a poll that's Valentine's related. So that might be interesting. Maybe we could have a little look and see what kind of celebrities are doing on Valentine's Day and see how they've spent it. Maybe we'll do a little bit of a feature, a Valentine's Day feature. In the poll, we'll also be able to see how many of you actually like Valentine's Day. As a single woman myself, I just find it like any other day, really, especially as it lands on a Monday this year. So nothing really special. It's kind of just another mundane day, isn't it? But I guess it's because I've got nobody to spend it with. But yeah, anyway, that went on a bit of a tangent, didn't it? Today, we're going to have a discussion about Kim K, Kanye West, Kylie Jenner, and another queen, the the actual queen of England. She's marking 70 years on the throne. So yeah, we're going to have a little discussion about those stories. And yes, let's get on with some news. Here are stories that you might have missed from the weekend of the 5th and 6th of February 2022. Okay, so we'll begin with a couple who we love to speak about on this podcast, Kim and Kanye. We've spoken about them before. And if you haven't seen this weekend on social media, they've been having a bit of a little pop at each other. Kim and Kanye have obviously been married since 2014, but last year we were shocked by the news that Kim Kardashian wanted a divorce from her husband, Kanye West. Well, he goes by the name of Ye now. In a post on Kim Kardashian's Instagram story, she has accused Ye of making co-parenting impossible every step of the way. And she also says the attacks on social media are hurtful, which... I think is fair enough. She also speaks about the iconic Kim and North TikTok account where she basically says that she allows North to use the platform to express her creativity but only under adult supervision. Kanye West has previously attacked Kim over letting North have a TikTok and one thing I love about Miss Kimberly Kardashian is at the end of the statement she says hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. And that last line, it did give me a little bit of a laugh because she just had to add in the third attorney part, didn't she, as a little, last little dig. So yeah, it kind of, that kind of made me say, sound like I'm not Team Kim when I am, in fact, Team Kim. I love Kim Kardashian. The problem I have here with Kanye is that he's literally doing everything he possibly can to get Kim's attention and it's not working. So I think he's brought North into it, into the hopes that it worked. So if you didn't see also this weekend, it was his current girlfriend, Julia Fox's birthday. And apparently he gifted everyone who came to the event at Hermes Birkin, which is that huge, really popular bag, well, exclusive bag. Obviously, this is a big deal, but somehow I still just think it's a plot to kind of get Kim's attention because it is so out there and it is so extreme. I think a lot of people will agree with me here and say that when the children are involved, I think it's just best to handle things offline. Putting statements out there is is a little bit immature, isn't it? It's giving sort of year year seven drama. So um, yeah, let's deal with things behind closed doors from now on, shall we, Kim and Kanye? 
Yesterday marked the 70th anniversary of Queen Elizabeth being on the throne. 70 years! She cut a cake to mark her platinum jubilee and she met members of the Sandrum community on the eve of her 70th anniversary, so that would have been Saturday night. In a message marking her reign, the Queen expressed her wish that Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall, would be known as Queen Consort when Prince Charles becomes king and Prince Charles welcomed this wish as well. The Queen began her reign when she was just 25, that's what... Four, four years than from what I am now. And she is the first British monarch to celebrate a platinum jubilee as well. As much as I'm no royalist, 70 years on the throne is incredible. And it's obviously huge for the UK too. Now, this is the part of the podcast where we discuss all things euphoria. Now, let me cast my mind back to last Monday so we can unpick a few of the important things that happened in the episode. Okay, so Nate and Cassie, they're sort of still together, but it's getting worse because Cassie has started to show her crazy side, which I think we kind of knew was there all along, especially from her her last episode where she was getting up at like 4am to get ready for school to impress Nate. She also kind of has this weird conversation where she says she's crazier than Maddie and basically blackmails Nate into saying that she'll go crazy if he ever kind of like leaves her. Um, whether she's actually crazy with Maddie, we're kind of yet to find out because obviously Maddie doesn't know at this point, so we don't actually know how she's going to react. And we don't actually know how Cassie is going to react either, so it'll be a bit of a uh, competition between the two of them as to who's the craziest. I'm not too sure how that storyline's going to plan out, to be honest. Elliot and Jules finally get together, which is kind of annoying because I think I've said in previous podcasts that I'm not too keen on this relationship and I don't really believe in it. I feel like some of the storytelling has been a little bit off with this relationship. I mean, I think it was rushed and not properly explored. So I don't think an audience will love it just yet because they haven't had the time or the storytelling to kind of feel involved with their romance. But yeah, anyway, they uh, they get together in this episode. To be honest, a lot of the episode was actually centered around Cal. He was not okay this entire episode. He was drunk, driving drunk, and he also went back to the same gay bar that we saw in his flashbacks, which of course was the one he was with Derek in. Throughout the entire episode, Cal was acting quite manic and crazy. He would like shout and then he would like laugh. And I think this is the audience seeing him properly accepting himself and be actually emotionally vulnerable for the first time ever because he's never done that before, at least from what we've seen. Later on in the episode, we actually see him come sort of clean to his family about his sexuality and they don't take it too well. He's very drunk. He's in his hallway shouting up to his family, um, his wife, um, I can't remember her name, and then Nate and Adam, is that his name? The other, the other sibling to Nate. In some sort of Romeo, Juliet-esque kind of scene. So he's like at the bottom of the balcony and they're just like at the top in the, in the house. So yeah, so then he just kind of leaves the house. He doesn't really say where he's going. We don't see him after that either. So he just admits his sexuality to his family and then leaves. So yeah, I'm sure this storyline will be picked up in today's episode so yeah i'm really interested to see where that's going to go as well there's also this very strange scene where cat maddie cassie and nate are in the hot tub it's maddie's birthday so they're having like a little party at cassie and lexi's house and in this hot tub maddie's talking about things that nate says when he's trying to win her back like i'll move in with you when you go to college i'll marry you anyway that sentence is enough to make cassie she just throws up in the hot tub i'm unsure as to whether this is because of what maddie says about marriage and children 
or because she's had too much to drink as we do see her drinking quite a lot throughout the evening. I think maybe it's a mixture of both. But there's this also really humiliating scene afterwards where Cassie's mum ends up actually pulling her out of the hot tub. And to be honest, it's just really awkward and, and a little bit embarrassing, well, quite embarrassing for her. So yeah, it doesn't end too well for Cassie in this episode. She kind of just comes across as really crazy, especially with what she said to Nate earlier in the episode. And then this whole kind of throwing up in the hot tub scene as well. And we have to talk about the ending of this episode. Labyrinth finally makes a cameo in Euphoria. Obviously, we hear his songs in the episodes all the time, but this time he's actually in it too. He sings to Rue in this chapel or church. It's a really emotional scene. Rue's sort of walking up the middle to him. She's having flashbacks of her father. When the song is over, though, it cuts to a scene of just Rue dancing in a room on her own. So we really kind of understand the extent of her addiction we get this like massive orchestrated scene with labyrinth and the so a song in it as well and then it just cuts to silence and her standing in her bedroom on her own so we really see how quite bad she's actually got throughout this episode i feel like this scene really did put that into perspective so we don't know what this does mean for her. I've seen a lot of people saying that she might be dead as she didn't narrate this episode like she usually does. So that kind of does make sense. But I don't know whether she died just yet in the season, especially as it was announced this weekend that Euphoria has been renewed for a season three. Anyway, all in all, episode four was a pretty good episode. A lot happened. There are some storylines which still haven't been tied up yet. And whether we'll get answers to these, I don't know. Like the Jules and Nate storyline. I'm not sure what's happened with that one. I saw some people saying that the two actors didn't really want to be together. I don't know whether we'll ever get the answers to the stories that we want. But yeah, super excited to watch the new episode later on today. I know we're speaking earlier about Kim Kardashian, but now we're moving on to her little half-sister, Kylie Jenner. Kylie has finally posted a picture on her Instagram of her baby, who people believe to be a boy because of the little blue heart emoji that she put in her caption. The photo shows her hand holding onto a baby's hand. It's kind of similar to the photo she posted when Stormy was born, but slightly different at the same time. The baby was born on the 2nd of February 2022, so 2 to 22, you know, the whole angel numbers thing. So yeah, um, Kylie Jenner has had a little baby boy, we think, um, which most people predicted after seeing some sort of blue coloured decorations like go into her home. Now all we've got to do is wait for a name. I personally think it might be called something like Angelo because of the whole angel numbers thing. It's similar to angels, but it's kind of more masculine but i have seen a lot of people saying they think it's going to be called jack after travis scott's first name jack wears hopefully we'll have a name announcement by next week and if you do have any predictions then do let me know on the podcast twitter at what went on pod i'd love to see all your predictions i just thought i'd add this story as the end story today because it's kind of a sad one but it's 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 history okay so a pub said to be the oldest in britain has gone into administration after 13 centuries open so this pub is called the ye old fighting cox yep that is a uh, serious name and um it's in st albans hertfordshire it survived wars the plague However, something it couldn't survive was the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. The business has been said to be left devastated when COVID hit and it couldn't survive economically like so many, so many hospitality venues and pubs have done throughout the pandemic. Like they've not been able to survive through it 
Christo Tofali, the current owner of the pub, did say that things were already extremely tough before the pandemic due to things like escalating business rates and tax. It's expected that the pub will reopen sometime in the future under new management though, so it's not all bad news for the oldest pub in Britain. We've reached the end of another podcast episode. That was episode nine of What Went On This Weekend. Thanks for joining me again as we had a little chat about all the stories you might have missed this weekend. I certainly missed a few of these. I even managed to miss the Queen's 70 years on the throne. So I'm so glad I covered it in this episode because it's a huge milestone. Um, So yeah, see you next week.